Back with a quick episode of Talk That Ish. So if y'all ain't hear about it, Michael Beasley just made a three-year, excuse me, a one-year worth the the minimum of three million dollars to sign with the LA Lakers in this upcoming 2018-2019 season. Woo! My man, and these one-year deals. We got Rondo, Lance Stevenson. JaVale McGee, you know, and now you, you got my man Michael Beasley coming in on a one year. So I think it's smart by the Lakers, man. Um, a lot of people have kind of crapped on it, have kind of said, eh, it's okay. Will they be able to handle him off the court, Blasey? Blasey, look, every time that A young player, especially Michael Beasley, who has a rapport of playing with LeBron James back in the 2013-2014 season with the Miami Heat. So they're familiar with one another. I think this deal is going to go hand in hand. And he should be a a great asset to the L.A. Lakers. Now, what this pretty much says for the Lakers is they have 12 reliable guys on their bench that they can go to uh, night in and night out. And that's going to be good because in the West, you you need a lot of depth. To play teams, especially during the regular season when you're jockeying for positions one through eight for the playoffs, you're, you know, LeBron's not going to play all 82 games. I don't expect this year. And Michael Beasley will be a good asset to have and can come in and create some versatility and bring some defense and tough, more toughness as well as playmaking to the Lakers. Now, what I think is pretty amusing about this deal is that now you have a defensive lineup if you want to go that direction with LeBron. Rondo, JaVale McGee, Beasley, and I, I, I think uh, one uh, Lance Stevenson. That can be a defensive lineup that if you're the coach for the L.A. Lakers and Luke Walton, I think you want to experiment with that during the season to kind of see if you can use that and critical points when the youngsters aren't hitting or if things don't quite go your way in in the series and you need to really be physical and play against a shooting team like a Houston or a GSW, Golden State. So I think this trade is pretty interesting. I think it can it's definitely gonna mix up the locker room because you have a lot of interesting personalities now from JaVel McGee's uh Shacking the full moments to Rondo's off court antics to um now you add Michael Beasley into the mix and Lance Stevenson and his on-court shenanigans. So it's definitely going to be interesting. But I think if this works out, you're looking at the Lakers having one of the deepest teams to ever be assembled um, with guys that are going to be competing day in and day out in practice. Guys are going to be competing on the floor for playing time. And it's going to bring out the best and help guys like Lonzo Ball, uh, Kuzma, uh, Josh Hart. Um, all these youngsters, Sivai, the guy, Wagner, all these rookies that just came in, these youngsters, these second-year players, 
uh, Ingram. These guys are going to be helped out because you have depth and you have veteran experience that will be able to develop these guys' game. And also, it will be able to hold them in check enough to say that, hey, if you don't show up in practice, if you don't show up in the game, we're going to put somebody sure in that's been in the league and knows what they're doing in. And I think that's going to really help these young guys' development. Also, in practice, you have guys that can really learn from each other and grasp the knowledge. And I think that's a good move for the L.A. Lakers and Magic once again doing it again, signing somebody that we're, so we're scratching our head on, but on paper and in the game, if you think about this, this creates a lot of depth at that shooting guard for a position. And I think it's going to be impactful, especially with LeBron's age getting up there, that you have some depth to be able to come in and throw some bodies at better opponents in the West, such as OKC, Houston, and also um, Golden State. Now, Ultimately, I'm very, I'm very excited to see what this team's going to look like on paper. Um, I, I, it's a lot of playmakers out there. I think what's different about this LeBron team is you don't have a bunch of shooters. So it's not it, for those saying, well, man, LeBron's going to play the same way he did in, in uh, Cleveland. Well, look, he had shooters and he had to be the primary ball handler because Kyrie was not there. And Kevin Love can't be a primary ball handler because that's not his game. So... I think now that you have more ball handlers and people that can bring it up, you're going to see LeBron take more of a lesser role on offense. And I think his defensive presence can now come back because he's not exerting so many, uh, so much energy to try to, you know, put up 30 plus a night for where that's what he had to do for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, most people be like, oh, no, LeBron can't play defense anymore because he's too old. No, LeBron had to rest on defense last year because offensively he had to carry uh, and, and create for most of his teammates who all, who all they could do was spot up and shoot. Um, now you have Lance Stevenson that can do that. Rondo can create for others. Lonzo can create for others. Uh, Michael Beasley can create for himself. JaVale McGee is very good at the pick and roll. So now you have players that can that are competent enough to be able to create. So LeBron doesn't have to be in, interacted in every offensive play. And now when you need him, obviously, down the stretch to bring you home and be a closer, then, yes, LeBron can do that. But for most of the game, I'm looking for LeBron to be a, a better defensive presence where he wasn't as much of a threat last year in that department. And ultimately, I'm looking for Michael Beasley to get some serious playing time off the bench for the Lakers. This team has a lot of depth. And, I mean, you can say what you want. They don't have big names or stars or they most people believe that they can't compete with five all-stars but i say that if you have a system in place and those who know their roles and those that trust one another this team could be very interesting not saying that they beat the golden state warriors this year because i don't have that happening but ultimately they could they could end up giving the golden state warriors some trouble in that division as well as being a top three maybe even the second best team in the western conference finals if everything pans out personality rise and everything pans out with a system and roles that people can understand and like playing. So if that happens, I think this team can be very, very successful. Um, I still think the Lakers need to go get another big man. But if they're not going to do it now, I think they can look possibly into the midseason to see if they can go get one. But otherwise, these are some interesting uh, trades that the Lakers have pieced together. They have a lot of tradable pieces. They have a lot of one-year deals. So... Even if it doesn't work out this season, they have a lot of flexibility going into the 2019-2020 season to trade some contracts away and obviously go get another star as they plan on doing to be a title contender. 
So I think once that happens, I think ultimately the Lakers will be interesting. But as for next year, I think the Lakers have pretty much sealed themselves into the middle of the pack versus them being in that 6th, 7th, 8th seed as I had them before just because of how deep in the West was. I think they now have... Uh, have a chance to be the fourth or fifth best team in the West. I still think OKC is still better. I still think Houston is better. And I still think Golden State in the regular season will be better because the Lakers have all these new faces that have to mesh and have to have to uh, have chemistry with one another, whereas other teams that are adding pieces already have a system in place, know each other very well and won't have as much trouble adapting to one another um, and, and know what, what to expect out of one another in the playoffs. Notice this is LeBron's third team that he has entered in where he's had to bring new faces to the playoffs that have never been there. So we'll see how this stacks up. Definitely an interesting move. $3 million for one year for Michael Beasley. We're definitely going to see how this works out. As I said in episode three, tune in for my power episodes coming up this weekend. We're going to cover some power for my female and for those who are interested in the show. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be pretty funny. Let's be down the line thinking about bringing some guests on to, you know, add some variety to it. But it's definitely going to be fun. You definitely don't want to miss out with that. That's been your NBA news on Talk That Ish. It's your boy DJ94. Till next time. Peace.